Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Here we go. I'm sitting here in this room, sitting <laughs> up. Hold on, let's see if I can do this. Sitting up there. Like oh. There we go. Right there. In 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 a different room. Uh, in a different city, yeah. uh, the Duchess of the Dorks to Ashley Pickle. Hi, Ashley. Hi. We're we're doing the darn thing. Thanks, thanks for helping to put this together. Uh, really and truly, Ashley did have uh, a lot to do with with this show getting getting on uh, the air because right now we are, uh, you know, look, we are taking precautions. Yeah. With uh, COVID nineteen. Uh, and so here we are. We are we are doing the show remotely. The good news is the fact that you are now hearing us, yeah, means that this is possible. Yes, uh, that's the big win here. Is that oh, wow. this means that even if for some reason we need to be here for three months, we shouldn't need to be here for three months. God, but I'll go crazy if we need to, if we need to be, uh, you know. Uh, practicing social distancing for for a number of of days, weeks, uh, we can do it, and we can continue to talk nonsense here on Texas Football Today. So uh, that is all very good, uh, very good news. Uh, how are you holding up, Ashley? Good. I mean, I think I'm Corona free as of now, so I would consider that a win. You don't have the Roni. Uh, not uh, you know. <laughs> is that? Are we I feel like what we need to do. If we need to, maybe, like, have, have people tried making fun of the virus? Oh, yeah. Have you been on Twitter? It's all. No, I know. <laughs> but it's like, I, I just want to, like, I'm wondering, like, could I just, like, roast the virus and then it would, like, go away? Oh, right. Yeah. Like, it's going to get its feelings hurt and just kind of. Right. So like, oh, I just thought, you know, geez, y'all are really mean. <laughs> um, anyway, today is Friday, March 13th, 2020, 258 days until Thanksgiving, episode 920. 920, that was Alex Rodriguez's offensive wins above replacement, 9.2, uh, in 2001. That was an MVP year for Alex Rodriguez. Okay, on today's show, friends, this, a very special edition of Texas Football Today. Yeah. Very is this, I mean, technically, this has got to be the first remote show that works. That we've done live? Yeah. Yeah, that we've done live. It is. Yeah. Um, so we're making we have not been history here. We are. Yeah. It took us 920 episodes <laughs> and a pandemic, but we did it. I started, we made it. <laughs> hang, hang the mission accomplished banner on the aircraft carrier. Um, hopefully we will we'll probably be able to, we'll probably do more than one of these shows. And so at some point I will give you a tour of the room that I'm in right now. 
Uh, and you can give me a tour of the room you're in with a wine glass over your I'm uh, my, right shoulder. I'm in my kitchen or dining room area. So, yeah. There was an apron hanging like right there by that door. I took it down. Yeah. It's a cool apron, but... I did have to. Um, so uh, my, my wife, my wife and kid yeah. are just outside this door over here. Mm-hmm. And and so you should know that the longer we do this show, the greater the chance that Hank makes his Texas football today debut. <laughs> that um, every, that's the content that everyone really wants out of this. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It's usually it's noon 06. So it's usually about his nap time, but hopefully mm-hmm. that. do oh, we have first four through the door? I do. Okay. Look, <laughs> you're asking, well, actually I can go to the regular Facebook and let's see. This okay. is, this is a good yeah. one. Let's see. Aaron Flynn, Brent Homan and Rob Hadaway. Welcome in guys. We We're did it. Now. Thanks for joining us. Dinner. We are very <laughs> happy that you guys are here. Okay, on today's show, guys, we are going to discuss a little bit about uh, COVID-19, and specifically, we're going to kind of dial in on the effects it's having on football in Texas, the effects it's having on our world that we cover here on the show. Uh, In the back half of the program, uh, I wrote a piece last week before I went on to Picasion about the 10 biggest upsets in Texas high school football in 2019. We'll break down that story uh, a little bit and dive deeper into that. Um, hey, you know how you're not supposed to go out? You know that, Ashley? You're not kind of supposed to, you know, oh, I thought social we were, distance? No, I thought we were like big groups was a good thing right now. That's not, nope, nope. In fact, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's the exact opposite of what we're doing. You learned something uh, But <laughs> let me watch this. Watch me spin this. If that's the case, we don't know how long this is going to last, right? We right. don't know. We know. You're not going to want, want to run out to your grocery store to get your copy of Dave Campbell's Texas Football when it comes out in the summer. You see what I'm doing here? Yeah, that's right. Because the only way, it may be that the <laughs> only way that you can safely acquire a Dave copy of Dave Campbell's Texas Football is to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. Like, does this make us bad people for using that as a sales? No, I'm not. I'm just saying you get you also get a lot of great uh, online content and stuff like that. But I'm just saying if you want the magazine mailed directly to you and you don't want to deal with the store, which is currently overrun by savages who are stocking up on toilet paper, <laughs> then and we don't know what it'll be like in June when the magazine comes out, but but why worry about Become it? A Dave Campbell's Texas yeah. You might as well do that. Now. Why worry? Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com. <laughs> and there's a lot okay. of comments going on about people enjoying that sales pitch. So good job. People don't usually give you compliments. So this that was a big one. See, uh, look, the, the, the thing is that we have a very loyal audience who have heard me pitch it in so many different ways. <laughs> that this is so a- it's <laughs> at least new. <laughs> right. It's at least new. All right. Let's talk a little bit about football, uh, and, but but we're we because everything has to be tied back to uh, the virus. Uh, we are going to talk about football, but we are going to talk about football through the lens of how football in Texas is being affected by COVID nineteen. Uh, so right now, you're seeing a, a big um, kind of run of people and school districts that are canceling school. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll first, talk about uh, about high school football. 
A lot of schools are, are canceling school. I know my wife works at a school district in the DFW Metroplex, uh, and and her and they were on spring. We were on spring break this week, and they are now going to take two more weeks mm-hmm. uh, of what they're basically calling extended. It's an spring extended break. spring break. Yeah, is what it is. That is, I think, becoming more and more the norm. Mm-hmm. Uh, just based on what I'm seeing, you're seeing, generally speaking one to two weeks that basically, especially definitely next week, but for many places the week after that, schools are going to be closed. Right. Um, as a result, uh, you may be wondering, well, is that gonna have an impact on on spring football? Is that gonna have an impact on, on spring training? And the answer is, we don't know yet. So yeah. the UIL rules are that 6A and 5A teams can do spring, pra- uh, spring practices. And the, the rules are, it is, 18 practices in no more than 34 days mm-hmm. um in, over no more than 18 practices in a 34 calendar day period so we're talking fundamentally five weeks mm-hmm. um where this would become uh impactful is if this thing stretches into uh late april right late april is kind of going to be when you're going to start having um that's when things would, would really start to affect spring football and that they would not be able to, to have spring football or have to be truncated. I would just say that for now, I would find it hard. That's, you know, as far as there being five weeks left in the school year, essentially. Um, take the end of your school year and count backwards from five weeks. Um, that's when they would need to start spring practice and they would need to be able they would pound in 18 practices. So we're talking late April generally. Um, well, so for you, now, how do you think it affects seven on seven? Ahead. I did see that there was one seven on seven tournament that has already been called canceled. Right, and that's that's an excellent question. Um, so seven on seven, there are we are getting into the season where there are uh, state qualifying tournaments, right? Uh, if you take a look at uh, Texas Seven on Seven dot org, uh, the first one is supposed to be. Uh, in April, or, or, or let's see, is that the first one? Yes. Yeah, for all the all yeah. the ones. Uh, the first one is April 25th in Frisco. Mm-hmm. Um, things really start to heat up again. Um, there's a couple more in kind of early May, uh, but really it's mid-May is when 7-on-7 seven seven really kicks into gear, mid-May. Um, so really the, 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 the broad brush answer to the question of how is this virus impacting Texas high school football right now, uh, from like a, a hard and fast perspective, not really yet. It's still too far uh, right now. Right, we're still too far out. We're still too far away from 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 actual football happening. Mm-hmm. And so it hasn't had an impact on it yet. I will also say that if it got to the point where this thing is stretching into mid-April, this thing is stretch. I mean, at that point, we're talking about four weeks right, right now. Exactly. Um, if we're getting there, I would bet that the UIL would provide some. They would have some other guidance, and oh. they would have some other. They would change. They would change the rules. Um, that you know, if and, and this has not happened anywhere. I'm not. I'm not suggesting it's going to happen. I'm, I want to be very clear about that. But if for some reason a school district were to say we are shutting down for the entire remainder of the, of, of the school year. Like we're done. Mm-hmm. We're not going to have in-person classes or something like that. 
then the UIL would then, in my in my estimation, would then step in and say, "Hey, we're going to um, we're gonna you know we're gonna change things around. We're gonna we're gonna adjust the schedule. We're gonna make it so that 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 you know if if we're okay to play in the fall, which you know hopefully right. we should be, um, then we'll be okay. Well, and that's the other thing. But about again, we're, we're it's is that you've got to think about like with this not being for a couple more weeks, this gives the UIL time to already start putting plans into effect. Like the thing that happened now, like we were in the middle of the state basketball championships when this happened. So it's like, yeah, it seems chaotic now because we didn't have a plan for this. You're, you're flying on a whim. It's like us doing this show right now, you know, like you, you learn and you adapt. And then by the time that that comes, they should, if they're on top of everything, already have a plan as to if it doesn't start by this, this is what we're going to do. If it doesn't start by this week, this is what we're going to do. So no reason to freak out about that one now. No. Yeah. We're still, we're still from a high school football perspective, we're still a bit of a ways out Mm -hmm. where you are seeing impacts right now is, is in the college ranks because a lot of colleges have decided to to close down at least temporarily. Um, And spring practices come quicker there. Mm -hmm. You know, in some instances uh, there, there are some schools that are already in spring practice. Uh, Our our own Shahan J. Raja has a great piece up uh, on texasfootball.com kind of running down all the ways that, uh, the coronavirus is impacting uh, colleges, uh, specifically like A&M has canceled their athletic events until March 30th. So there's no practicing on, on there. The Big 12 um, has, uh, it, it goes school by school, uh, but there are uh, spring practice for TCU is postponed until further notice. Uh, Baylor, their spring football practice is delayed, delayed at least till March 23rd. And recruit, you know, we'll get to recruiting visits in a moment. Yeah, Kind of same thing at Texas. Uh, the one that, at least according to, to Shahan's article, I don't know the last time he updated it, but but Texas Tech has not said anything quite yet, but I would imagine that they will follow suit. Um, UTSA football practice has been postponed uh, until, or, you know, and, uh, at this time. Um, I know that, I know that, for example, this really, and we'll, we'll wait to hear these things and we'll continue to update those on texasfootball.com. But, you know, spring Spring football, it sounds like, is going to take a back seat in college football. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, what is that going to mean, especially, I would say, for the two programs that have new yes, coaches? Exactly. For UTSA and Baylor, um, spring football is – spring football is important for everybody. It is especially important, important. for teams like those, for, for teams that have – that are trying to get used to a new regime. And so – I would say that for me, my initial reaction is that for UTSA and Baylor, this really, if, if the timeline gets truncated and it's already getting truncated, mm-hmm. um, it could, it could really have an impact. You know, I actually got a, go ahead. We've got a comment here from Shahan that said new update to all on and off campus recruiting has been canceled until mid April. So that's, there's the whole issue. And I'm assuming that the biggest part of that is traveling, man. You can't, you can't be out there traveling right now, which makes it hard to recruit. That's, that's the other thing is that you are having teams uh, from a recruiting perspective. And I'd love to get Greg powers on at some point and talk about this, but from a recruiting perspective, things are kind of grinding to a halt. Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of these, uh, a lot of, if not all of these camps, right? I know the Rivals camp uh, can, uh, canceled or postponed. Uh, a lot of these camps that kids are going to, and a lot of these, you know, a lot of these kind of private seven-on-seven tournaments where kids get noticed, 
those are getting canceled. And so I do wonder what kind of long-term impact this is going to have on the recruiting right. that in-person visits are not happening. And, and, and what you're doing is, yes, we're still a long way away from even early signing period, right? We're still a long way oh, yeah. away from December. Yeah. But this is a time, especially for, uh, you know, you hear a lot of teams that are saying, you know, a lot of teams that, that pride themselves on being the first team offer, the first team to, to go in there, they feel like that's an advantage. Um, this delay could be, you know, problematic for some of those teams. Well, and like, um, it's going to be really interesting for the athletes to get noticed too. Like they're, they're missing out yeah. on, on this too. Also, Shahan just put his uh, updated article in the comments. So for anyone who wants to go right. look at this article, definitely go look at it. The, uh, the link is in the comments there. And so it, it's, it's going to be interesting. And, and yeah, you're right. That, that they're probably going to be kids who otherwise like this is, you know, this could hurt or at least mm -hmm. it gives fewer opportunities to get noticed. Exactly. Right? So it's bad for the coaches and the athletes. Yes, absolutely. Um, and, and yeah, so look, it's still a bit of a fluid situation. Uh, not a bit of a fluid situation, a definite fluid situation. Uh, but that is, there will be an impact on football in Texas here, even though it's not football season and we're kind of really far away from football season. Right. Um, but yeah, the other thing about this, and I think this is the most important thing, is... Um, so there's no live sports right now. Basically, everything's been canceled. I know even golf. <sighs> I woke up with like four text messages this morning telling me that the Masters has been canceled. And for those of you who don't know, that that one hit me hard. I'm very sad about it. It's not canceled. Yeah. It's just postponed. But postponed. my heart is not okay with it. That's like my favorite weekend of the year. I, I get it. And I'm very sad for you. But I will also – I am sad for you. But I will also <laughs> say this. This is a good time if you are if you have cable if you have Fox Sports Southwest they're definitely going to be replaying a ton of high school football games. Oh, they absolutely are. I told my roommates yesterday. I said I'm not going to be able to go anywhere without Tepper's face being there because they're going to be replaying all. Of Don't worry. <laughs> they usually edit out like halftime. Yeah. They usually edit out half. <laughs> so you don't need to worry about that. You will not, you likely will not be subjected to me. You will instead get the great Ted Emmerich calling a game or, or, or the great Craig Way calling a game um, or the great Mark Follow calling a game. You won't get my number. So, but if you're interested in that, keep an eye on that because I know Fox Sports Southwest is probably going to have a lot of those games streaming because what else do they have? To do? Uh, okay. Uh, we are Texas Football today. We're here. Here, gestures broadly, and every Wednesday at noon on texasfootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. And okay. reminder that we're going to try and get this up in podcast form to put on an actual podcast if you listen to the podcast, but we're going to have to make sure that we can do that. So We'll, we'll tweet it out. We'll let you know. But please don't yell at me if we can't get it up. We'll try, though. Everything's very fluid. We, we the, the fact that we are able to do this show right now is, is a minor miracle. Yes. Um, and so we are going to uh, we're, we're, everything we do are just little miracles. That's what we're going for. All right. Um, one more thing before we go for the weekend. Uh, I wrote a piece last week uh, about the 10 biggest upsets in Texas high school football in 2019. 
And if you read through the piece, uh, I kind of lay out the, the way that we're thinking about this, which is, for those who don't know, mm -hmm. uh, if you're Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider, texasfootball.com slash insider, um, if you are one, then you get every week computer projections for every Texas high school football game. Usually in, in a normal regular season week, that means you're getting projections for 600 and something odd games. Um, and basically what I did was I went back and I looked at which teams beat that projection, uh, like we're facing the biggest projection. Mm -hmm. Look, there's no way around the, talking about this, right? Uh, I do not and will not and never will tell you that gambling on high school football is okay. It's not. Don't. It's not. These are computer projections. But if you want to consider them a, a, a line <laughs> of sorts, that is your prerogative. <laughs> And so is my question is, make that very clear. I do not endorse that. In fact, thumbs down. On thumbs down. <laughs> but if you wanted to look at that and you want to say which teams surprised the computer the most, mm -hmm. which teams had the, had the computer installed as the biggest underdog that then they won the game. That's what we were able to put together at texasfootball.com. And so I've got this piece up, 10 biggest, uh, the biggest upsets. A lot of them come from week one, and that is not a surprise mm -hmm. because a lot of those, because you remember, those are preseason computer rankings. We don't have as much data available in that. Uh, and so the fact that, like, you know, the, the game happens and we are able to adjust that really quickly, um, you know, that's kind of, that's why you see a lot of week one is because basically that is our first true data point in 2019 based on actual results as opposed to our preseason projections. Those are more of an indictment on our preseason projections than they are on the computer. So Keller Central over, uh, over Birdville was a week one. Tyler Lee over Marshall was a week one. Lago Vista over Blanco was a week one. All those were 36-point underdogs, according to the computer. Uh, our uh, Frisco Memorial over Salina, which still, I would say, even from a uh, – even from just a, a – a, a, St uh, another standpoint that Frisco Memorial uh, had just one win in their program history mm -hmm. going up against Salina, who is like one of the most decorated programs in Texas high school football history. I would say even from a narrative perspective, that is a huge upset. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so that was a week one game uh, where it gets interesting is when you get into six. Torneo over Fabens, 13 to 7. Torneo was a 37-point underdog. Mm -hmm. um, but this was this has a lot of other mitigating factors. First of all, Torneo was really bad from 2015 to 2018. Really bad. Um, they won two games. Uh, it, and then this is into week eight. So we've already established this fact. Torneo was 0-6 coming into this, going up against Fabens, who's 4-1. Not to mention. That Fabens is a 4A playing a 3A in Torneo. Yeah. Not to mention that Torneo was on the road. Um, this was a true another one that's that's I think from a a a, a even from a narrative perspective was a big upset. Um, and then uh, another one, number five, back to Frisco we go. Um, Frisco Liberty over Frisco Wakeland. Um, 
Liberty was a 38-point underdog, according to the computer. And this game was really interesting. Wakeland had a lot to play for. They were playing to – if they won, they would they would clinch a playoff spot. Uh, they ended up backing into the playoffs regardless, but they needed if they won, then they would uh, they would get a clinch a playoff spot. Um, Liberty was zero and nine. Liberty was playing for nothing but pride in this mm-hmm. game, but that's the I think that's the power of of, of pride um, that sometimes when you play a team that has nothing to lose, uh, that's the most dangerous team. Oh, yeah. uh, Wortham over Dallas First Baptist. Uh, Wortham was a thirty nine point underdog. Uh, and this game was a crazy shootout, 70 to 66, where them was able to pull out the win. Uh, and Brandon Coker was fantastic in that game. Then we get to the top three. Uh, number three was a big rivalry game El Paso Irvin over El Paso Andrus. Mm-hmm. It's the first time that Irvin beat Andrus since 1997. Um, the they were heading different directions. Go ahead. You said the goat year. 97. Oh, yeah. Um, Andrus was seven and two. They had already clinched the playoff spot. Irvin was playing out the string. They were seven, two and six. Um, and, but this was the battle of the helmet was a fantastic regular season finale. And Irvin, a 42 point underdog sprung the stunner on El Paso Andrus. Number two, Saginaw over Haltom 23, 21. And this is another one of a week one game Mm -hmm. where, because Haltom was so good the year before, uh, making all the way to the regional final, I believe with Michael Black at the quarterback spot. Um, because of that, and Saginaw was, was not Saginaw was, um, had four wins in their last three seasons. And so then quarterback Cameron Williams was fantastic, uh, to, to pull off the, the upset. In fact, the, the thing that I think stuns me the most is that the year before Haltum had opened the season with a 66 to seven win over Saginaw. Man. They beat him by 59 points a year before. And now they beat him, you know, and, and now they, they reversed the whip. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. But the biggest upset of the year, you have to go down to the 2A ranks. And this one, I, I, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but I still don't know how this happened. Uh, <laughs> Beckville was a 49-point underdog to Tenahaw. 49 points, mm-hmm. seven touchdowns. Uh, and this is a week six game. Tenahaw was 4-1. and one. They just got done trouncing Timpson. Uh, Beckville was, had just lost a hip hill by 42. Uh, this game looked like okay like this is one of those games that i know there's 600 and something games every year every week but there are games that i just like don't pay any attention to and this was definitely one of them like okay done like don't pay attention to it instead beckville runs out to a 21 nothing lead and then holds on and ruins tenahaw's homecoming Mm -hmm. that's the worst part I remember, I remember us talking about that one while it was happening in the Slack chat. Like, what? Is, like, did we that read that? Crazy. One? <laughs> yeah, it ran out twenty-one nothing and ended up winning. And so that's that's a piece I've got up at TexasFootball.com. Uh, the ten biggest upsets in Texas high school football in two thousand and nineteen. I hope you'll check it out. All right, now we're going to see if we can do this. Let's kick it over to her living room to uh, the Dutch of the Dorks for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts, maybe? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Ready, ready, wait for it. We're trying. Wait for it. Boom! Do you see Boom. the graphic? Let's I go! Let's go! Um, one thing was uh, Tony just said that Next Level Athlete just announced that they will be moving their camps 
to May, which for those of you who don't know, obviously we went to the ones that were in January at Barbers Hill and South Lake Carroll High School. Um, they had actually announced for the first time this year that they were going to end up having another camp series um, that wasn't the Texas Top 100 in March. Mm -hmm. So now those will be moved to uh, to May. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, yeah, and there will be more of those that, those news coming out over the next couple of weeks and things like that. All right, hold on one second. Hold on. Tell me you're getting Hank. You are watching live coverage of Pepper giving you the best content that he has ever provided this show. This, oh man, I hope you all are excited this time. Okay. Come here, buddy. All right. Everyone's so excited. So the problem is that we don't have, uh, we don't have a, a, a player of the year trophy, this young player of the year trophy. So this will have to do. Hank, do you want to say hi? Hi, Hank. You want to say hi, Hank? Hi. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank, you, thank you for spending a little bit of your day uh, with us. Ah, <laughs> don't touch all the computers, buddy. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. And, Hank, uh, <laughs> Vince Young, you can't have this. Come get Player of the Year trophy. Uh, don't come get Hank, but we have a trophy at the office. Um, but yeah, Hank, you want to say bye? Bye, say bye. Hank. Bye, bye. Oh. We'll see you Monday on Texas Football Today.